0: This meeting is being recorded.
1: Welcome in, Three Guys Talking Ball podcast. We've reached episode 47, the Michael Irvin Miami edition. I bet you a lot of Miami Hurricanes fans wish he was still playing, even though I don't think he would solve most of their problems. Got recapping recap in the uh, week that was, previewing the upcoming weeks. Had some, uh, not, not a whole lot. It was kind of a little bit of a boring week, I felt like, in NFL and college. Michigan was off. The Vikings were off. Chiefs are the, are winning the Super Bowl, and I'm going to have to get cornrows. And Cowboys, Dak showed up, came back. Iowa, they, they had a field goal. Sox. And Minnesota, the it's boat is sinking. We've got the World Series matchup. Phillies-Astros, as you can see, I'm rocking Colt 45s. Most of you guys probably don't know that that's what the Astros were called before they were the Astros. Then, in the upcoming week, Michigan plays Michigan State, looking to bring the Paul Bunyan Trophy back home. Rutgers gets to play Minnesota at William – or whatever bank stadium it is. Huntington Bank. Huntington Bank, yeah. Get it right, right, partner. Something like that. Northwestern plays Iowa in the – which screams that this is the – 10 o'clock Mountain Time ESPN2 kickoff with Bev Mullins calling the game, but the game is actually at 1.30. Not sure where what happened where it went wrong, but I guess people really want to watch that game at 1.30. I don't know who. And then Bison play Illinois State coming off a bye. Then the NFL, Cowboys got the Bears who are playing right now. and looks like they're about to uh, score. And oh yeah, they did. Justin Fields just ran one in. Wow, some some live TV there. And then Cardinals play
2: the Vikings, which I will be at. But we'll go back, guys. How was the weekend? You know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a
0: little upset. This is not the Corey Koski edition. I think he deserves that. Oh yeah, you know what? I that that we can rename that. It is the Corey Koski edition.
1: It's episode 47, the Corey Koski edition. I should know that because I did watch him get nailed in the chest at my first Twins game back in well, there you go. 2002, I believe. Believe yeah, it or not, he's
0: still playing some, uh, small-town ball here in Minnesota right now. Really? I think I I think yep. I think knew that. Yep. The Canadian Killer. I don't think that was his nickname, but it sounds
1: cool, and he was from it's, Canada. It, I
0: think it works. Him or Morneau, either one it works for.
1: Yeah, that's true. But – that was, yeah. So I'm um, good catch, Ethan. I couldn't, my new Michael Irvin wore 47. There are not a lot of 47s in this work, uh, famous 47s. So anytime that was, Michael Irvin was the first one that came to mind. So that's what I went with. But thanks to you, we got, yep, you're welcome. Corey Kosky, you know, make it a little bit more team friendly. Grant, you look like you, know, you want to say something.
3: Well, I'm going to say, I, I'm going to spend the rest of this episode trying to think of another 47 out there that's popular and it's going to drive me insane because <laughs> to your point there's just, there's not many
0: you say oh he's number 47 you're like who that's i a- i really wish we would have named an episode after your favorite football player mr Sorensen.
3: oh my oh. god no that's still coming up dog we still have. Yeah. An oh
2: yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. yep. We oh, do. God. 49. I 49. Yeah. <laughs> oh <wow. It's>
3: awesome. <laughs> I, I was, I was watching that game this past Thursday, and they're showing a replay, and without seeing the back of a name on a uniform or a number, I could tell by the dude's hairline who it was. Kind of like how everybody knows what Eminem's hair looks like. I'm like, who's this bald, ugly dude who went to BYU? It's my guy, Daniel Sorensen. um but luckily the saints finally realized he belongs on the bench and he should not be on the field so i'm appreciative of the saints for doing that um for me
1: okay yeah fair enough but you guys you guys do anything exciting this weekend nothing i built the table oh that's right yeah
0: he's what such
3: a craftsman he is no not really It's, it's pretty easy Oh, was it an ikea table or was it something that's
0: no, actually- it's just a, no it's just some wood we sanded it stained it sealed it tonight but uh so really it was all pre-cut we didn't cut anything i mean i'd probably be missing at least one limb if i use this like a big saw so we do pre-cut
1: <laughs> ethan and power, power tools does not sound like a great
3: combination
1: it's
0: basically like uh the guy off his of stepbrothers um hey just- dale no power tool <laughs> it's the same thing <laughs> is that a drill hey no power tools up there the bone beds were a bad idea why would you let us do that (laughs) well but we're
2: good
1: i had a pretty good weekend i won a gun on friday which is sweet we uh we won our playoff game so we extended our season for another week so got that going and i guess we uh we can just jump right into the uh the nfl games we need to ask
0: grant how his weekend was you didn't didn't like grant say how his weekend was yeah grant how was your weekend
3: saturday was shit why great (laughs) why why it's because well you know thank god i didn't watch that embarrassment of a game that was just fantastic Which, which game are you talking about that would be the savaging that happened in columbus ohio and actually i just got an update from the National Raptor Center, Hawkeyes are actually now, Hawks are now endangered species after, after that game. <laughs> and with that shellacking that the tree nuts of central Ohio put on them. Um, so yeah, that, that was just, that was just awful. What we knew was going to be awful. Um, cause, cause like I said, Iowa sucks and they have no future. Um, this team is going to be horrid for the next five years because who in their right mind would want to go there. I mean, I know Purdue lost again this weekend, but Charlie Jones, 10 receptions, I think 105 yards, and I don't know if he scored or not. So if I there's any – I, I, okay, I thought he did too, but I I didn't want to look like too much of an idiot, um, so I didn't say he did. But <clears throat> again, this team, they have no future. I mean, who's going to want to come and play there? Um, when you, you, you're, A quarterback has 49 yards passing, and I saw that they had three turnovers inside the 30. Are inside their 40 in the first half of interception on the first play of the game, who would want to go to that? Who would want to go to that school and play for this coaching staff? It's just an embarrassment. This team is headed
0: down. I mean, on, on top of that, like I, they, they kept saying, Kirk kept saying, basically like the, the backup's worse. Honest to God, he wasn't. Wrong.
2: No.
0: But it's, and like he was
2: terrible. terrible. And, but, and that's just to my, to my point, exactly. You're going to, you guys there So, I mean, and you knew eventually this defense
3: was gonna break and and and, and it finally did and then once once this defense breaks, you know this team is they're they're, they're done there's there's no coming back from this, so you know, just. And you know, I don't, don't care to watch the rest of the year. You know, I'll still support them. But I just don't want to waste my time watching, watching this team play. Because like I said, they suck.
1: So, you know, the bad part about like the majority of what you just said yeah. is for some reason. Well, I lost power at my house last night. So, oh, on, no, came, came on about midnight. And uh, the only reason I knew that it came back on midnight because I turned my fan on because I figured it was going to come back on at some point. Turned my Mm -hmm. fan on, and all of a sudden, yeah, about midnight, I look over that it's it's on. So when I didn't, I forgot to look which Wi-Fi network I was on when I started, or when we started, turns out it was on an older Wi-Fi, so you cut out, so I didn't get to hear, like, basically
3: anything of what you just said. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) You planned that on purpose to make me go through on this. I... I I think
1: did. You did I Mr. promise. I know that that would seem like a me thing that I would do, but I yes. truthfully did not do that because I usually always check, and lately it's been good, so I've never had to worry about it. Then, and, and then uh, you started glitching. I was like, oh shoot, I'm probably oh, on the wrong Wi-Fi. Him. Yep. Turns out I was on I was on John Wilkes Bluetooth instead of the Rat's Nest.
3: That those are two fantastic things, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, the
2: that, the, the that, rat's yeah. nest
1: is a story that people that the people that uh my friends they they understand and know know what it is. I'll explain it to you guys off air. But mm. if anybody in Dickinson, if I mention the rat's nest, you guys you you guys know who what I'm talking about. <laughs> and <laughs> so Grant, if you want to go, I think you need to repeat what you were saying those last uh, couple of minutes please.
3: Well, like I said, it's just, again, I I said this before, but again, it's, it's embarrassing. I mean, I, I think I said last week to my my high school Mankato West would be able to be have a better offense than Iowa. Well, I'm going to double down on that and say the Dakota Meadows middle school would have a better offense than Iowa. This is horseshit. It's putrid and it, it looks like they haven't practiced all, all year. I mean, how do you have a quarterback come in and throw an interception on the first play of the game? And then apparently Padilla comes in and throws an interception on the first first yeah. half. Which he quarter, fumbled
2: his first snap, which,
0: which is he, he fumbled the first snap too. Yeah, and then threw the interception later.
3: Oh, for the love of all things, gee, that's that's. Awesome.
0: I think his second snap was the interception, actually. I
3: mean, you know, you know what? I think we need to do this, guys.
0: We need to send an email to
3: all the presidents of the Big Ten and kick Iowa football out of the Big Ten. Wow, because they, they don't they don't deserve to be in the Big Ten conference anymore watching this we need to send them out to like conference usa or the the mountain not even the mountain west that'd be a just that's i'm being disrespectful to boise state and and the rest in that conference right (laughs) we need to send them to the old school whack wow this this it's it's awful i mean your offense has mustered what nine points in the last three games or two games how can how can you function on this and, it, yeah. you know, if people don't, who's going to want to play for you? If I'm a wide receiver from, let's say, the St. Louis area, because that's an area Iowa has recruited somewhat a little bit. And you, you get something in the mail or a phone call and it says, you know, we're the, the offensive coaching staff, the coaching staff from the University of Iowa. I'm throwing that in the recycling. I'm going to rip it up and say, oh, sorry, Kirk, my dog dog ate the, the, the letter you had. me. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Who's going who's to gonna want to go there and play in that system? I mean, it it looks like something a seven-year-old boy would drop. That's, that's how uncreative these plays are. And like I said, Charlie Jones is having plenty of success. What's going to stop any of these other receivers from saying, yeah, screw this place. They don't care about us. They suck. And then no high school talent's going to want to go there. And then another thing I've noticed with this team, I think, you know, in 2020, you know, Chris Doyle, he got fired from strength and conditioning coach, you know, for a various amount of reasons you know what I've noticed about this team over these last two years especially in the offensive line they've gotten so soft yeah they're what? they're not they're not big bodies they're not a physical team anymore so I think that's finally catching up to them too because your strength and conditioning coach is one of the most important parts of your program and over these last couple of years I look at Iowa and that has declined every single season so I think firing their strength it's 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 catching up to them they're missing on these recruits in high school. They can't develop big bodies. You know, sure, you know, the Gophers are falling in hard times right now. But at least when I look at their offensive linemen, they look like offensive linemen. They're actually big people. These Iowa guys just look like kind of fat high school high school players right now. Well, and that's part of it, too. Like, I think uh, P-
1: Petrus Padilla, they've both been putrid both and terrible. Putrid. But the, that's probably the biggest thing because the last two years after Doyle was let go they still had some respectable O lines where they were able to win a couple of games because they were able to create some holes uh linderbaum last year was playing for the ravens this year they had nfl talent on the offensive line there's there's no talent on the offensive line this year and that's hurting them too because they because for petrus to have at least be look like competent
3: is they 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 need to have
1: some sort of a running game and they don't even have that
3: no and you know well guys they haven't had a running game since 2019 the running game and the yards per carry has gotten down every single year year by year by year and then you know this offense is predicated on the running game and play action well last time i checked when you can't run the ball you don't have any play action and they had a couple guys from the 2018 recruiting class and the 2019 recruiting class transfer, retire for medical reasons. So they've missed on players. So they have guys playing who should be playing in the WAC conference, but guess what? There's no bodies. There's no one else to play. So they got to play right now. I mean, they're just, they're falling on hard times and yes, your offensive coordinator, your head coach and quarterback are going to take most of the fall, but this offensive line has been just as bad. It's just it's 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 not going to get better anytime soon because sure Northwestern's offense is awful and their team is awful. I mean Pat Fitzgerald today said I made a petition petition to the Big Ten to play this game at six a.m. because no one's going to want to watch it. That's how awful it's going to be. But one thing that Northwestern always does is they always play good defense against Iowa and they give them trouble.
1: Yeah, well uh, we'll, they, they, we'll we'll preview that a little bit later on. We'll, but uh, still, it's just yeah. You
3: just look at it the way they their front they play is going it's it, since iowa doesn't have big physical bodies up front it's going to be an issue and it's you know it's going to be an issue for years and years to come with this program until something changes
1: yeah and it's going to be one of those tough conversations that that's what happens when you get family involved with within your staff and
3: and this were issues and this and Dylan, this isn't this isn't 2014 Iowa issues, where they oh they're actually, way past they're, they're way, they're past, they're they're way
1: that, past that. Those in issues. 14,
3: in 14, they actually you know scored some points against teams. They just blew leads, and you know they lost to Iowa State, Wisconsin, Nebraska, and Minnesota that year. Well, this year, I have a hunch they're gonna. They already lost to Iowa State. I have a hunch there's a good chance they lose to all three of those other teams. But their issues are so much past that. That 2014 team had talent. Their offense could score. The defense underplayed. They just needed to fix some things of uh, the way they practice and their mindset. Well, this team doesn't have the players. And how can you, you know, in today's world of the transfer portal, who's gonna what's gonna stop 20 20 of these guys from leaving?
2: Right if they don't
3: that just like what you said, you don't put family and business together because of course, the father's always going to have his son's back. You can't tell me Kirk's going to want to fire Brian or, you know, he's going to make a plea to the, you know, athletic director and all this other stuff, but it's just, it's just awful. And they are potentially going down a bad rabbit hole because they're staring four and eight, three and nine an issue. And it's not like four a four and eight team, what they had before this is, a four and eight three and 19 who's actually almost seems like they're more like one and 11. Yeah.
1: Truthfully, this is where their, their bad non-conference schedule that people would always dog them for is, is saving them where they've won actually a few games.
3: Oh yeah, exactly. You know, they're saving grace is this people in in the media say, Oh, you know, they, they, you know, they don't play anybody, yada, yada, yada. Iowa comes back to say, well, we play nine games against the Big Ten and then we play another Power Five team in Iowa State every year in the Big 12. What do you want us to do, play 11 Power Five teams? I mean, that's, but that, that's scheduling college football. Which, it really just makes you sick. Which most,
1: most teams do not play 11 Power Five games. I don't know of a team. You have to dig. But most of them are playing maybe one Power Five team – a group of five, maybe an FCS team, but for the most part, most teams aren't, aren't playing
3: 11 or 12 power five games a year. It's just not happening. I think there's one team that I think might do it this year and that's Clemson just because, you know, they play their ACC schedule. Then they play Notre Dame. You know, you forget Notre Dame's not in the ACC, but they play five ACC teams every year. And then, you know, when Clemson ends the year with South Carolina, so that's maybe one team where I could think they do, but um, you're right. Everyone else just doesn't do that.
1: Yeah. Well, and I'm looking up their schedule right now. Cause I know and it was like, they do not, they, their, their non-conference was Furman, Louisiana tech, Notre Dame and South Carolina. So they played an FCS and a group of five team. So,
3: so. that's still so, so- Ten power five slash independent teams.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. Suppose. So
2: it's, it's hard. I suppose to do. that is
1: ten. Yeah, exactly. And it, well, especially if you only play eight non-conference games.
3: Eight, yeah, eight, eight conference games. Yeah.
1: So that, and then we'll go to the Iowa's rivals to the north, Minnesota. They went up, played the whiteout game at Penn State, and I Didn't think Minnesota well. saw white lights. I think that yeah. represented them dying. This is a – the boat is sinking. I don't know if it's the Titanic or I don't know any other boats that have sunk. But is – in Minnesota, they came out wet, good. I thought they, they had a shot. It was 17-10, and the, the play that where Minnesota, or Penn State went up, I think it was
0: 17-3, right, where you could yeah. it was a
1: clear hold where the guy was just pulling on the guy's – Penn State. Stretched his just- jersey
0: two feet long. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Nothing. And then Minnesota goes down and scores right before half. And then that was kind of just when the wheels fell off. Yeah. Second half was just not good. Third there quarter a, especially. There was a sequence where there was not a pass interference called. And then the next play down where Minnesota was getting ready to get off the field where they're going to hold Penn State to a field goal, make it 20 to 10, instead of yeah. what they call a defensive holding, which the ball was, or pass interference, where the ball was throwing 20 yards 20,
0: over
2: his head,
1: 20 yards over his head, not catchable. And then Penn State goes, gets a touchdown out of it. And after that, it was done. This, the Minnesota's third straight loss. And we are, I think we just need to start talking bad about how awful this Minnesota team is, because maybe then they might start start winning and make our mine and Ethan's because Grant, Grant's a, it, trying to be a stand-up comedian well, and thought Iowa was going to win the West. And now it looks like neither of them. And right now is – Yeah, there you well, go.
3: Dude, here's my Who's who's leading the Big Ten West right now? Is it still Purdue? Is it somehow Nebraska? Is it Wisconsin there? Yeah, it's Illinois. Yeah, I it's I
1: Illinois. Forget- That's right.
3: Yeah, because they yeah, they have the, that one conference loss because every, everyone else has what at least three? Two. The, two. At least here. two. This is the this is the West, West,
1: has West standings. Illinois three and one. They did, they didn't play this week. They had a bye. Yep. Mm-hmm. Purdue three and two. Nebraska two and two. Wisconsin two and three. Minnesota one and three. Iowa one and three. And Northwestern one and three. So you guys, I think this Iowa Northwestern game is for the toilet bowl of the uh, Big Actually, Ten Actually, like
0: it's funny you bring up Northwestern. I saw a graphic today. I can't remember. My buddy showed me at work. But if there's a seven way tie for the Big Ten West, somehow Northwestern wins. Oh, jeez, gotta be <laughs> dead serious.
3: Hey, you know, hey guys, I have said this before. But we also, in, in addition to writing an email to the Big Ten presidents to kick Iowa out of the football conference, because they suck, we need to send an email and say, scrap the divisions. We're just having Michigan and Ohio State play back-to-back weeks. Is that fair? Can we just play the Pac-12? Yeah,
1: just, just scrap right, the entire – just scrap the Big Ten championship game, if that's the case, because they're, the only reason they play championship games are for money grabs. That's all that game is. There's well, a true. reason why FCS, FCS teams conferences don't have it because they, it, it, people aren't traveling to go watch and that's all that game is. Well, and, they, remember, especially, and especially especially now the way, the way the way the the way conference realignment has happened that's why yep. they have the what they need to do is just go just back graphic. to go back to like the change like the leaders and legends divisions make michigan and michigan or michigan and ohio state in the same division
3: separate or separate division
1: no keep them in the same keep them in the same that game means more that isn't
3: doesn't need to be played with
1: dylan i thought they were in they were yes they were in separate but but that's what i'm saying is go back and change it to where it's they're in the same division
3: oh yeah but or just you know just just do what the pac 12 does and you gotta think the only reason they had these po- these conference title games was a money grab and also the old BCS system. So like, remember when Alabama and Georgia played in 2012? Winner got to play Notre Dame. That was essentially the semifinal, quote unquote. Yeah. Well, now we don't have that, and this year we're headed for absolutely utter pandemonium with these conference title games and a team with one loss who isn't playing in their conference title game, but still has a shot at the playoff. And if the team who's in there, if, if they're in the conference title game, if they lose, but they're still, it's, we're headed for chaos well, with these. And which well, is why we need a 12-team playoff right now. And after,
1: after the Clemson debacle, where we, we don't know who their quarterback is, there, there's a realistic possibility where it could be two SEC teams, two Big Ten teams if everything goes as planned. And I don't think many you people would have gotta, issue. don't count out TCU. No, I yeah, that that's about the only one that could if they went out, which I tell you what I you don't know, trust like, Sonny Dykes, but that's I the one team that could cause cause chaos and make things that was where
3: it would even if even if Oklahoma State wins out and they beat TCU again, if, sorry, not again, but they revenge avenge that loss. You don't think the Cowboys would have a shot at sneaking at number four? They could, yeah, too.
2: Yeah, so I still still,
3: they still have Oklahoma. They still have a couple of. That's what I'm saying. You know, you still have good, good opponents to play, and if you beat those guys, and you beat TCU, and you get, you know, you get that 12th win, and you beat everyone in your conference, I mean, you know, they still might have something. But like I said, like we could be headed down for some absolute
0: chaos.
1: Yeah which gives us good things to talk about. So exactly. let, let, let's root for chaos. So we'll go go up to the NFL. Vikings were off this week, so they got a nice, nice bye. The Cowboys, 24-6 over the Lions. Dak was back. He thought he looked okay. There was nothing special. I thought they did a good job of kind of keeping him not doing a whole lot. I think a lot of a lot of it was just trying to get him back in, back into the swing, back into the rhythm of things. He managed the game well, 19-25, 207, had a touchdown at the end. Pollard, they had a solid run game. Pollard, 12 carries, 83 yards. Zeke, 15 carries, 57 yards, two touchdowns. They moved the ball well, but the story of the game was the defense again. Five turnovers in the second half. They scored mm-hmm. touchdowns on three of the f- three, three of the four. One was the was the one that they didn't was on the right on, where they the Lions fumbled on the goal line and Dallas was able to still get a couple of first downs just to get out of the shadow of their own end zone and then the the fifth turnover was ending the game with a kneel down so 21 points off of turnovers really just another dominating performance and the game changed on the on that fumble right at the one which was Micah Parsons had a hustle play, which, when you see your best player doing that, that riles up your bet your own team, where it was a screen pass to Brock Wright and looked like he was going to score. He was down at the one. The Lions did not challenge it. But you if you watch that play back, you can see Micah Parsons sprinting from the mm. line of scrimmage to chase Brock Wright down and tackle him at the one which set up the fumble and Dallas recovers. And it was just an incredible play. And it's why he's the, one of the early favorites to win defensive player of the year. And that might be, might be the play that gets him, gets him p- bumps him into the favorite right now. I think
2: it was just. also this... goes
1: Yeah. Well, you're, I didn't ask for your opinion, but it's a good thing. I had the best opinions.
3: That is fiction
1: very fiction we 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 said Minnesota was going to be undefeated going into the Penn State game and that didn't work out so yeah no that
0: that went sour quick
1: and uh it looks like i know i'm a little bit behind on this but it looks like Bailey Zappi is taking it yeah over
3: from he Matt went Jones. right down the
0: field yep right down the field
3: so what did did did, did mac rehurt that ankle or bill was sick of this and needed to oh, he start was awful office. it was they just had, terrible
0: they had gotcha. i think they had like one one or two first downs not bad yep, even, honestly. I think that's a touchdown, though. Yeah, he's up. Yeah, that's a touchdown. Yeah, they he it. He goes down again. No, it extends. Yeah, you know, it's a touchdown, 100%. So, yep. back to the Cowboys. This, this defense, just let your
1: defense win it. Don't do anything stupid. Just let them play complimentary football. Run the ball. Keep that defense fresh, and you're going to win a lot of games. I would like, I, with the trade deadline coming up, I wouldn't mind them trying to make a move for a, a receiver. I don't know which ones are going to be available. I know possibly Chase Claypool, who I am not a fan of, and I do not. Why know would you name. want that? Exactly He's what? so overrated. Exactly why I said I don't want him. His name was just brought up, has been brought up in trade talks, or Jerry Judy, who could. But... Why, would, why would Denver get move off him? They're they're reportedly shopping him because, well, I mean, neither quarterback, whether it's Rippon or Russell Wilson, can get him the ball. Nathaniel Hackett can't hack it. and Hackett's going to get fired. I think uh, he will. He might actually. There was talks that if they don't beat, it, depending on, if they don't look somewhat decent I, in London, they might fire him. Talk about well Karmac, you, have new ownership Karmac Karmac since I hired him. I want to to him.
3: Yeah, but hey. You know, and let's like, like Ethan just said, and let's not forget. Ethan was ahead of this two weeks ago when he said these owners in Denver did not hire him yep. and they're embarrassed about the product they're putting on the field. Could you, you, you guys, could you imagine this? We get upset if we spend $55 and we play a horse shit round of golf. Could you imagine if you spend what, $4 billion to buy a football team and this is the product you have on the field.
1: And you trade, you trade your entire draft class your entire and 200 pay your quarterback 250 million for that
0: just to suck
3: Yeah. yeah i'd be i'd be embarrassed too and this guy's going off making horrible commercials about different ways to eat a sandwich buying the most expensive house in colorado you can't even talk to him unless you go to his manager it's like but
0: let's not forget let's ride true he stopped right saying off. that he
1: had his last right interview he wanted end. to say it he couldn't say it. he didn't yeah, say right it. off right off the end of the cliff <laughs> well 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 the Broncos country, country lester your let's hey. not completely dismiss it because it has given us some fantastic memes
3: I you know I I, I thought Denver would fall apart in December because that's what Russ does because remember he's too good to sleep no time to sleep I, I only sleep three and a half hours a night but the fact that they're kind of almost falling off before November is just delicious. This, you guys do not understand how fantastic this is.
1: Yeah. We, we know, oh, yeah, we, we know do. you're, that's great. This is true. What, what was that?
0: I, I, what was that? I didn't, I didn't hear that. either. I do understand how you feel. Look at how bad the Packers are. This is phenomenal. It's how, how fantastic is that? I mean,
3: it's, it's insane. just, and you know what, let's call a spade a spade here. Rogers sucks. Brady's falling in hard times, and Russell Wilson is down. It's kind of fantastic, actually.
0: You know, I'm going to say it. I am putting a fork officially in the Packers for the 2022 season. Oh, Ooh. we got a guarantee. There it is. There guarantee. it is. Sharpie boys, Sharpie. All right. Okay. Not, oh, the Sharpie prediction, let's go. Yes, we're <laughs> going full Seth Davis, Sharpie.
3: Well, because I'm going to jump on that real quick. You know how big this weekend is in the NFL for the Packers? Because the Vikings have the Cardinals. Okay.
2: At home
1: at at 11 o'clock. That is Kirk Cousins' prime time.
3: And I'll be there. Hypothetically, and the Vikings have never lost with you at U.S. Bank Stadium, correct? Correct. So let's let's play this hypothetical game here, boys. The Vikings do the thing. They come off the bye. They beat that ass. And the Cardinals have to travel two time zones and kick off at noon. Part time. That's in the words of Shannon, start we're serving up hot else: Green and Bay. Is
1: it, time Hank, is is it daylight savings time week this week?
3: I think that's next week.
1: It, okay. I can't remember. I yeah. could never remember, but yeah. I know it's always around this time.
3: I think it's always the first Saturday in November or some okay. shit. And um, uh, right. so
1: that would be like that would if, if it was a week before week later, then it would be the it would it would be
3: three time zones. Correct. They're they don't change. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Arizona doesn't change. And then, but then, so what does Green Bay have to do? They have to go on the road to against a team who just had their buy and they're, they, they're the best team in football against Buffalo. If they lose that game, they're three and five. The Vikings are six and one. Oh, boy. Like yeah. This, this weekend is huge. And exactly. It's, I, I can't wait for it.
1: Exactly. But back, back to the Cowboys, those Judy Claypool were the two. There was talks of DJ Moore being, being available, but according to the Panthers, that is not true. Him and Brian Burns are both not available. I guess there's a report that Burns was, some team offered the Panthers two
3: first round draft picks and they said, no, I see that good. Well, including his sack on Sunday through three-plus seasons. This is his fourth year. He's had 30 sacks.
2: Um, not
3: bad. So, you know, that, that's not bad. You know, you know pass rush is a premium at this league, guys.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, if, you it, you
3: can't, if you don't have it, you can't, you can't win. And it's, it takes these defensive linemen, you know, a year to a year and a half to really develop and find their, find their groove in this league. You know, Michael Parsons is an, is an alien. He's different. Most pass rushers are are not like him. So why not spend a first round pick or two on a guy where you come in and you know, you're going to get at least eight to 10 sacks a year. Why not? And
1: and especially if, if, (laughs) if you're trading for him, you're expecting to be drafting in the late, late twenties, early thirties of the first round. Anyway, exactly. So it's not like it's really going to be that big of a deal. Correct. And it's to win a super bowl. You're you're an elite elite in an elite category forever. It doesn't matter if you just win one. You you could you basically never have to buy a drink in that town if you win a super bowl. And the list goes on and on of things that you can that you don't have to do is if you win win a city a super bowl.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean
1: look Doug Peterson and Nick Foles have statues outside of Lincoln financial field.
3: Yeah. And and you know, and, Doug, was and Doug Peterson
1: Got a standing ovation when the Jaguars came back to Philly. I, I mean, Crabby Six. I'm not
0: that sure. sure. The guy wrote a book about leadership. He's got a book. He's, He's got a, a book. book. <laughs> that's
3: that's when you know you've you've made it. Is when you can say you've written a book. Well, when someone wrote it for you and they put your name on the cover, that's when you know you've made it. That's when you're an elite member of societies. When you when you can write a book in air quotes.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I guess, but the receivers, I wouldn't, I would like to see him trade. I don't know who it would be for, but they, I do think they're still missing a number one receiver like they've, they had with an Amari Cooper. Bring Amari back. Bring bring him back. back. Maybe bring him back.
0: That's not the worst idea.
1: No, I, I don't think, I don't, it's not the worst idea. It's not going to happen. But, but we can move over Chiefs 44 49ers 23 these this Chiefs team is reminding me of the late 2000s early 2010 Packers with when Aaron Rodgers was in his prime where it didn't matter the down and distance it didn't matter the situation it just felt like no matter what situation what situation these this Chiefs team is in if they're down three scores if they're if it's third and 20, they're going to con- they're going to find a way to come back and win or they're going to convert on a third and 20, no matter what happens. There's just they just find ways to do it. This is looking like a team that is going. They are on a mission. They they are. This might be the first time Patrick Mahomes has to go on the road in a playoff game. It doesn't look like it re- they really care because they're going to find a way to convert a third and 20, they can get down by however much they find ways to come back because they're so explosive. And I made I made a bet with my boss that if the chiefs win the super bowl, I have to get cornrows and I don't want to get cornrows. <laughs> and it's looking like I'm going to have to like that. The, like the chiefs, I think the NFL is just going to lay down for the chiefs the rest of the year. And chiefs are going to spreeze through it. They're going to win the rest of their games, 49 to 17. And it's not going to be close. And I'm going to be going up on a podcast in February with cornrows. That, that's exactly how this season is going to play out now.
0: Is this you know, Zappy what, guy at the second coming of Tom Brady? Well, he, he, might, be. he might be.
3: Taking over for an injured uh, starter?
0: Come, come I, on I mean, seriously, the dude just had an absolute dart down the left sideline for 40 yards after a turnover. Dude, the guy threw for 62 touchdowns last year at Western Kentucky.
3: Like, he's freaking good. But, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't having to see Dylan get roast just, like, make your year almost, Ethan? Knowing how yeah, that would make
2: me
0: happy. Knowing It'll how be. much he would hate that. And not the fact yeah, that he he'd Kornos, have to come to Minneapolis and see how that goes. It'd be fun. But then the fact that he would have to sit back and let his
3: boss know that, hey, you were right and I was wrong. We all know how, mu- how much Dylan loves telling people he was wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh. It's bored. Would...
1: Well, because that most would... of the time they are wrong. And well, I, no, it, no, another, no. the other part, too, is, is like no. I just can't get away from no, Chiefs fans because yeah, yeah, my yeah. boss is a Chiefs fan. Grant is a Chiefs fan. Our head coach, where I coach at, is a huge Chiefs fan. I just can't escape them. And, and, and I'm dumb enough to where I still open my mouth and have learned that I need to be talking bad about the chiefs, but now I I'm done. They've, they've silenced me. It's very rare that I am speechless.
3: So two, two I things, am speechless. two things. Well, three things. One, I'm glad you're speechless two, Um, maybe since you're surrounded by chiefs fans, maybe you just need to convert and say, sorry, sorry, Dallas moving, moving on 12 to those guys, or you just need to move to Kansas city. It's one of those three options.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I do do enjoy, of the little time I was there, I did enjoy my time in Kansas City. It is a phenomenal, very underrated city. And I wish I would have been able to spend more time there. We went down to a coach's clinic down there. The food, fantastic. And there's just a lot going on there. I think they've, they've got the Negro Leagues Museum. They've got, well, the draft is going to be there this year. Mm-hmm. And there's some other, I, they've got like a world, they've got, a, I think they have a Holocaust Museum there or something like a World War II mu- Museum. Th- or is it World War I. I think it's World War I. Or maybe that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. So, like, if I go back, I definitely want to check out the Negro League Museum mm-hmm. or Hall of Fame. I have a Kansas City Monarchs hat and i ha- i bought a chief shirt when i went to arrowhead i i was i was going to buy you a afc championship shirt but they were they were sold out this year when i went there
2: oh they
3: they didn't they they were out on the shelf yeah
1: well uh, well the, the 2022, 2021 afc champions
3: well here's yeah, the they problem they didn't have any
1: you were on the wrong
3: continent my guy
1: oh i i was they didn't yes. win last – oh, okay, that's right, yeah.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. that is correct. If you yeah. go to those poor kids in a different continent, they were wearing those shirts, and they were pretty happy to get them um, <laughs> <laughs> with that. But like, like what I told you guys after week two of that Chargers game, you know what I love most about this team and Andy's teams? They don't flinch. They don't, they don't give up. You know, down first drive, good drive, they get the running game going, Garoppolo – didn't have much pressure early, but you know what they do? They hold a no field goal. You know, she's first drive, third down pass. Patrick tries to get it to Sky Moore. Defender makes a good play on the ball. It's tipped. And is it Hyunga? Is that how you say his name? Number 29, the USC USC kid for the, the, the Niners. He makes a heck of a play and breaks on the ball. Well, the Niners go down, get a touchdown, and it's down, you're down 10-0. And it's like, well, one, maybe it's just required whenever these two teams play that someone needs to be down 10-0. And the We're second 10 score, points or down ten points, in the the second score is a direct reflection off of an interception. I, guess, I think it just must be written in the in in the stars, but you know this team, they just they just don't back down and they're they're not afraid of anybody. They stick, they stick to their game plan, they don't flinch. And it's exciting now to see these last especially these last two weeks. Like when I told you guys in August, they're. With these new receivers, they're going to get things going. And if they, if they can get things going with Juju and MVS yesterday and you continue this running game, it's, it's, going to, it's going to line up to be a great year. And, you know, talk about also a drastic difference from watching football on Saturday to Sunday. I mean, Saturday, you're sitting back, you're depressed. You feel like you're watching football from 1904, and then on Sunday, it's just a complete 180. Um, it's it's just you're I'm speechless.
0: I you're literally a tear I, in your eye right now. Well, I,
3: I'm not going to cry. They didn't. It's it's no Super Bowl victory. Um, it's it's a nice Week Seven win on the road when you're five and two going to the bye. But um, you know it's innovative. They attack on offense. And you know what, when, when Spags said enough is enough and they started bringing pressure on defense, they got to Garoppolo and they caused, you know, that turnover at the end of the first half um, after the, the muffed Skymore punt. And then, you know, the safety by Frank Clark there, Chris Jones got after it again. It was nice to have Willie Gay back. I mean, you look at the way this team's going, how they're still a little banged up going to this bye week. I mean, you know, let, let's roll into Tennessee on Sunday night. Um, against two weeks. Sorry, that game's in Arrowhead. But, you know, I'm excited with the way this trajectory for this team's going this year.
1: Well, you you should be because they're winning the Super Bowl. It's just going to happen. You Mm -hmm. can just say it right now.
3: The Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl. You know, I I think Dallas is... You know, you know what would be kind of funny? Call me crazy, guys. I'm not going to be this fan because you never do it before. But the Chiefs win a Super Bowl. You almost have to add to the, quote-unquote, what that citizen called me in Fargo when he saw my tattoo, called me a criminal. If they win this one, it's almost like I gotta get one like on there, but throw in all the Roman numerals for 54 and 57. Yeah. Well, then you
1: just have to keep adding to it if they win more, but... And that would be the goal. Okay. Well, they're they're, they're looking good. We are... It might be unfortunate that we have to watch the Super Bowl in the AFC Championship game, but we got a long ways to go before that happens. We and also, hey, hope- dude,
3: Cincinnati is going to have something to say about that. They,
1: they, they look like they've uh, shaken their, they've taken their liquid IV, they've taken their goodies hangover, they've been hydrating, they've had a, some skyline chili to kind of soak up. Mm-hmm. They're drinking from the Super Bowl hangover, so.
3: Yeah, they they look like they're rolling right now. One of these two teams is probably going to have to play is going to play the Bengals in the divisional round. Yep. Um so you know, there's that team there in Southern Ohio. They they're, they're going to have still, still something to say about it too. And oh,
2: yeah. the Bengals
3: still the Bengals still have to play the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah, they do. Yep. You're right.
1: We'll, uh, we'll move over to Pro Baseball. We have a World Series matchup, something none of us predicted at the start of the year. I don't think either of all three of us had either team in the World Series, but we got Phillies-Astros. That game is going to—game one is set for Friday at 6, Mountain Time on Fox. Phillies, their first appearance since 2008, I believe.
3: Two thousand nine
1: or two
3: thousand nine, last yes. win. Wait,
1: or yes, yep, yep, yep. Look at for their first World Series win since 08. Astros are looking. This is their third World Series appearance in four years. Fourth, fourth, and sixth. Or yeah, and fourth and sixth.
2: Fourth and sixth. I
1: knew it was three and four for sure, but the and Dusty Baker is looking for his first world series that a guy who has been in baseball since I think baseball was invented. It seems like guy has been around forever. <laughs> and I think this is the year he finally gets over the hump. I do. I think the way the Astros are playing, I think they are rolling. They are just hot. They are on a mission and top to bottom. I think they just have a much better roster. I think I like their pitching starting pitching more. I like their bullpen more, and I think the only way the Phillies have a prayer is is if Bryce Harper turns into 2009 A-Rod, where he completely just carried the Yankees to a World Series title. And right now, Bryce Harper, he is playing like that 2009 A-Rod, but I don't think it's going to be enough. I think this Astros team is too strong.
0: I kind of want the Phillies to win. I know I'll say it. Bryce Harper's really good. I know I hate the guy still, but he's a freaking freak. Um, but uh, their offense is rolling. I know. I mean, Astrid, Yankee's pitching probably is a little bit better than San Diego, but they didn't put up a ton of runs. And all the Phillies did was put runs up, no matter who the heck went on the mound. Like H- Hoskins had what three homers in the series or something like that. Like mm-hmm. some stupid number. Bryce I think had two or three. Like their offense is ungodly good right now. Did you see the uh, the
1: Bryce Harper's go ahead home run in Game Five yesterday with the Moneyball soundtrack in the background?
0: Yeah, it was pretty dope. Yeah, from the yeah. dugout.
1: Yeah, it was pretty. Sick. Wow, this is like in one minute. Ethan said two nice things about Bryce Harper.
0: Well, who ever thought we'd it see might, that? Happen? Take at least another year to say anything positive again. But we'll <laughs> let us you off. A year? Shoot, I was going to say a lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> he's still a bust, just like uh, Chris Brown. Like Who Chris he actually is, is a bust, though.
3: So. Oh, it's fantastic how awful he is. Um, and just think, guys. Let the us Cubs, not
0: forget Colorado traded Arenado and then signed that bum.
3: Yeah. Oh, but it, don't worry about it. The Cubs, you know, they still have hundred years before their next World Series title. So at least we won't be alive to see that one. Um, this is true, but you know, I think this is this guys. This is the World Series. I think baseball needs because to Ethan's point, there could be a lot of runs um, scored in this series, and it brings some energy and some buzzaz um, to the sport that, that is needed. You know, I don't. I don't think baseball can be sitting back and having two, one, three, two games. I mean, I personally want to see seven, eight, ten, nine. You know, wild, crazy games like when the Dodgers and Astros played was, um, you know, in, in that 17. game in Houston. Yes, in seventeen. Thank you. Oh, I, nice. I want to see that, and I, I think these two offenses could pro- pro- could provide that. And and I'm all for it. I'm hoping for it. But you know, I said last week, I think this is just Dusty Baker's year, so I'm not going to back down from it. Um, I I think you know I'm with you, Dylan. I think the Astros are going to win, but it's going to be a long, hard-fought series, and. What's interesting is, is it seems like whenever the Astros are in the world series, the home team on the deciding game always comes up on the short end of the stick. So it'll be interesting to see if the, if the Astros watch another team celebrate a world series title on their turf, because they, they just don't want to win one in Houston, I guess.
1: No. And I lost my train of thought, but to your point though, the, the, it, I think Dusty Baker is a guy that deserves a World Series trophy for how long he's been, how close he has been, and I think that, I think if the Phillies want to, that's what I that's what our, what my train of thought was. I think if the Phillies want a shot to win this, because I I will say Astros and most people probably when I started the show, if you're watching on YouTube, why I have a Colt 45 jersey on because that's who my World Series pick is. It is the Astros in in five. I will say the Astros in five. I think the Phillies get game three in Philadelphia. But if the Phillies want a shot, they have to win game one or game two and come uh, steal home field advantage in those first two games. Because if not, I think it's just going to be tough if they get down 2-0. Because I think the Phil, I think no matter what, I think that Astros find a way to steal one in Philly for sure. Whether it's three, four, or five, where they could go up three-one, and if they Phillies win Game Five, all the Astros have to do is win Game Six, and I think I trust the Astros bullpen. I think they're a little bit deeper than the Phillies to win that game, win Game Six, their first one back at Minute
0: Maid. I'm guessing we probably throw game one. So, um, you should I'm should gonna be gonna a- go Phillies win game one. I think it goes seven. I think yeah, honestly, it goes seven. I'll take Houston in seven as, as much as I want to take uh, the Phillies.
3: And you know, kind of to piggyback on like what Dylan said, everybody wants Dusty Baker to go, one he deserves it. You'd I'm almost compare it to like when Andy Reid got his Super Bowl. In nineteen, like people in football, they felt they felt good for him. They were happy for him, and I don't think the Niners will ever say, "Oh, you know, hey, we lost the Super Bowl." But hey, we lost to Andy. That's okay. Uh, I don't. I don't think teams do that. Professional sports. It's too intense. It means too much to these guys. But also, if you can sit back and say, you know what? Sure, we may have lost, but at least this guy finally got his. If you're if you're a baseball historian and it means a lot to you. That yeah, might soften the, the blow a little bit, but uh, I'm going to split the difference with you guys. I'm going to say Astros in six. Okay. And, you know, they finally get one at home. Dylan, I, I think, um, you know, it's going to start out 2 0. Houston, the Phillies are going to win game three. Houston wins game four. The Phillies do not let Houston celebrate on their home turf, but then in game six, the Astros come home and close it up.
1: Okay yep and it looks like they, they haven't announced starters yet, but it looks like it's going to be Wheeler Verlander game one. and I would, I it's was kind of it's would. nice that they're starting the this game on Friday, which gives both teams to get rested up, so they're going to be starting the World Series both both bullpens, both pitchers, everybody at a hundred percent. so yes, cool to see that, something that they did not do for the Yankees guardians, whoever won game five. But it was the Yankees, so they got what they deserved.
2: That's, that's and movies so
1: are made. To, and watching give the Yankees an off day, and watching the Yankees fans just absolutely implode about wanting everybody fired like they are George Steinbrenner is absolutely hilarious, and I love it.
2: Oh, it's it's
3: the best thing. In, it's the best thing in the world because Yankees fans are spoiled brats who they mm-hmm. think they're better than us because I live in New York City. Cool. You have rats that are four feet long running around your streets. You pay way too much money for rent. You're not happy. You sound very unintelligent with your accent. Get the hell out of here, New York people. I don't like you. You're smug and arrogant and seeing them cry like little babies is fantastic. And also that can be said about most people from the Northeast because they're just, they're just assholes. Philadelphia people, Boston people, um, anywhere up in that northeast section they're just they're just bad people so anytime we can see them lose and maybe bring back the crying jordan for yankees fans is something i need to see
1: uh, very true so we we got any you
0: guys got any more mlb talk
3: hopefully aaron judge leaves too so then that way the yankees fans have something else to pout about
0: so, of course, the Dodgers are going to be in on him now. So they're, they're going to let Turner walk and put Mookie at second base because, of course, they are.
3: Oh, well, net, naturally. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, fuck off. Like, goddamn. Fucking – I don't even know. Just fuck the Dodgers. Like, Jesus Christ.
3: I, I, I hate the Dodgers. I, I hate them with a the passion. If he goes there, I'm just – but you know what? Hey, Why do they the sport? Listen to this. They're going to go 130 and 32 just to lose in the NLCS or DS again or the DS again. So, you know, watching them from April to September will be awful, but seeing them implode in in October like they always do will put a smile on my face and it'll be worth it.
0: If he goes to the Dodgers, there might be legitimately be a talk of a salary cap, I feel like.
3: At that point, I think there almost should be.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, they buy everyone. Do you, think, do you think there's a chance, guys,
3: that he sticks in New York and just goes uh, to play for the Mets? Maybe.
1: Maybe. Who knows? Well, I mean, the, you know, the Mets, have, Mets have their own – have some pretty big fish to fry, too, though. They they have to yeah. re-sign DeGrom. They got to re-sign Bassett and Edwin uh, Diaz. Is that, is that the closer's name? Yeah. yeah, it is Diaz. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, so – that's that's baseball talk, and then we'll be, go back to college. We'll preview, is it already week? Week nine. It is week nine. Week nine sounds about right. Wow. Well, wow. it is rolling by next time we, it'll be November already by the next time we record. And Michigan plays Michigan State. It's, uh, come, Michigan's coming off a bye. It's the 5.30 Mountain Time game on ABC. It is a blue out. At Michigan Stadium, Michigan, before I started recording this, looked like they were 22-point favorites. And this is a game that I, I This makes I don't like playing Michigan State because this is going to be Michigan State's Super Bowl. Their season is not going well. Similar to what they did with Iowa is they can't let Michigan State hang around because if they do, they're going to start to believe and weird things happen in this game just – Give them the charity of not letting Michigan State think they belong on the same field. Get up on them, jump on them early and bury them and all their hopes and dreams and make Dan Gilbert cry that he is paying just Mel Tucker $95 million to suck. Yeah.
3: Well, talk about an erroneous contract extension. Guy has a horrible first year, but, Remember, it was the COVID year, so according to Dylan, that doesn't matter. Or True. does it matter? No, it, it I,
1: I said it doesn't count for Nebraska and Scott Frost. So, across the board, 2020 does not count. Okay. We, Ohio State that year, they played for the national championship. And even if they would have won, their season wouldn't have been a success because they didn't beat Michigan. And that's all we need to discuss about that one? Because I don't make the rules on that, but... Exactly, though. It it was it was the one year where they had a Heisman, a guy who probably should have been a Heisman candidate in New York, in Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker ain't walking through that door anytime soon. And the Mich- Michigan State defense, they are banged up. They have a bad secondary. And then they rank like 125th against the run. So this is a bad matchup for Michigan State, but I think, Michigan State, I expect them to come out early. They're going to be throwing every single type of trick play, the whole kitchen sink Mm -hmm. at Michigan to try to make this a game. Because also, did Michigan State also have a bye last week, just like Michigan? No, they beat beat Wisconsin in double overtime. I thought that was two weeks ago.
3: No, it was this
1: week, I'm
2: pretty sure. It
3: was two weeks ago because last weekend, Wisconsin beat Purdue. Oh, you're right, yeah. So is this a rare occasion where both teams have a buy coming
2: into this game? It, Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. It is. Yep. So no. that adds a little,
3: that adds a little more uh, um, intrigue to this because to your point, Dylan, you know, Michigan state, they know their season has gone pear shapes. It's, it's not good. I mean, you know, they were what a preseason top 10 team. Again, like we said before, that shit doesn't matter, but, they had a lot coming into this year. Head coach new extension. He's the guy. He's allegedly recruiting well, bringing in good talent to East Lansing, and it just they they're falling flat on their face. So now, like you said, they they're going to throw the kitchen sink at Michigan. This is their Super Bowl. But now they've had two weeks to try to get ready for this. I think if you're Michigan early, you got to be ready for a weird onside kick, a fake punt. Uh, Michigan state going forward on fourth down uncharacteristic things that they do on their offense. Maybe they Michigan state tries to play with a little more speed. Um, so Michigan can't substitute um, just, you know, different, different things like that The add of, like I said, add of characteristic things Michigan state hasn't done this year to <clears throat> try to slow Michigan down. Maybe they change their defensive front up. You know, I think they they play a lot of even front. Maybe this week they switch it up and they, they have an odd front. So then Michigan has to change the way they communicate and their different play calling with that. And then with that, you know, Michigan can't get, they're thinking Michigan can't get in a groove. They don't have that play action game going and maybe McCarthy will throw us a ball here and there. So it's going to be interesting to your point because they've had two weeks to try to get ready for this. And, um, you know, they're also thinking, shit, why can't we win this game three years in a row? Because, you know, Michigan had a lot of success last year, but, you know, people are going to say – and well, in East Lansing they're only going to say this well, – they didn't beat us. You know, we, we we walk around for 364 days and we can say, hey, well, Michigan State beat Michigan last year. So it's, there's some layers to this game that are interesting. But to your point, Michigan could just put all those layers to bed early if they come out and they do what they're supposed to do. They dominate, they get the running game going, they get after Michigan State's quarterback – um you know if they jump on him they should be able to jump on him early and this really shouldn't be much of a game going into the third third or fourth quarter
1: yeah and, and the way this team has played where outside of the maryland game they have come out guns blazing they haven't let teams really stick around i you can make the argument with penn state but it was it was one play and then a pick fluky pick six that bounced around twice uh-huh. And Pinball. other than that Michigan Michigan took care. That game wasn't remotely close and I I hope it I hope this game goes the way the Michigan Penn State game should have went where they don't have they don't give up that big chunk play. They don't have a fluky turnover because Michigan State always seems to get one or two of those in this game. Yeah. And I think this is I think Michigan, with the bye week to prepare, I think. I think they do that. I think they go put Michigan State to bed early, and we celebrate. Paul Bunyan, JJ J. McCarthy is, leads the rest of the Wolverines over to the Michigan State sideline and grabs Paul Bunyan and goes and runs around the Michigan Stadium with it.
3: So
0: I like
1: Michigan, and and the biggest thing, Michigan
3: State doesn't have Kenneth
1: Walker this year.
3: Well. That and that also, you know how I said Mel Tucker's thinking, "Ooh, let's beat Michigan three years in a row." Jim Harbaugh's thinking, "I can't let this team beat me three years in a row," because if there's there's one thing in the recruiting aspect and getting talent in the state of Michigan that Michigan State has over Michigan is this: well, we beat these guys. If if Harbaugh and Michigan win this game, you know they dominate, they kick ass he there's nowhere in that state where he can, there's no room for Michigan state to say, Hey, we're better than them. It's, it's all Michigan. And I I think that's going to be something for, um, you know, for Jim and his coaching staff that they're going to really hone in on these, these last two weeks, get ready for this game.
1: Yeah. And we'll, with that, we'll go to the first game. Of the day of our three teams, Rutgers travels to Minnesota. Minnesota is looking for their first win in three games. They're fourteen and 14 and a half point favorites. That game kicks off at twelve thirty Mountain Time on the Big Ten Network. Ethan, how are we feeling? Does Minnesota find a way to well, find a
0: way to get back if, into the win? If we lose this, this game, just just don't play the rest. Like at this point, like just let it go. Just don't even show up. Are don't we pulling it? gas or anything like that? Are we pulling a Duke and canceling
3: the season? Absolutely. Like in 2020, they just canceled the season because they weren't going to make the tournament but didn't want to look bad on Coach K's resume. So, like any loser, yeah. they said, oh, COVID was the excuse, yeah. and they canceled the season. 100%. Are we canceling the season?
0: Yeah, 100%. No, we're canceling the season. I mean, that's what, what's the point? You lost to Rutgers. You lost to, like, the ass of the earth. Why, why even play another game? Why, why step on the field so and embarrass yourself?
3: You know who Rutgers reminds me of? Like the old NCAA games, guys, when you'd play. A
0: semi-decent Iowa
3: team? No, 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 no. They're they're, (laughs) they're, they're still much worse than Iowa. It was this. Like they'd be like FCS East.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes.
3: And and I forgot to mention that last week, but I was going to say before Iowa played Ohio State, it was actually Ohio State versus FCS Midwest. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Not wrong. Yeah.
2: It's fair. Why?
0: Probably. Because they because they suck. hmm That's fair. But no, I, I mean I hope they win. Got it. I don't know what I'm gonna. I'll just not show up to the podcast if they lose next week to Rockers. <laughs> if I do, I will be wearing a paper bag. I will be a Cleveland Browns fan dressed as a Gopher fan. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm holding you to that. Oh, granted, I,
1: will. I Both we'll will see. hold you to that. That we that has to happen if if the gophers lose. You guys heard that here first. No,
2: that's
1: if the Gophers are we wearing paper bag. a paper bag on the podcast. So, there yeah. you go. We'll we'll move over to the Big Ten game of the week. Northwestern at Iowa. Iowa is an 11-point favorite. What?
0: Yeah. Um, What's the over-under, like 12? 31. 37. Oh my, I, what I, the hell? I thought it was 31 I saw the other day. Uh, according to the
1: Caesars and I'm looking on the ESPN app here. Yeah, Iowa is an 11 point favorite. How is that possible? I don't know. And the
3: over under is 37. <laughs> Pound the under, folks. Pound it. Pound the under. This this has 13-9 written all over it. Or or some there's or it'll be a blowout when I say a blowout it'll be 20 to 3 one team. If
0: there's three touchdowns in this game, Grant has to shave his beard. That's ooh,
3: well, I can't do that. Um, how about,
0: how <laughs> about if there's if if there are five touchdowns
3: in five. this game, you have to shave offensive, your beard.
1: Offensive, five offensive, offensive touchdowns,
3: touchdowns, you have to shave your beard. We got ourselves a deal. Oh, yes! Let's go! <laughs> <Yep>. We got <laughs> I mean, ourselves a deal.
1: And you have to shave it on live On the podcast, I don't think that's a.
3: I I don't. I I don't know if I want to shave it on the podcast. Yeah, you're a vacuum. You're fine. If if they lose, if there's five offensive touchdowns, I will shave the beard. Okay. All right. I like this.
1: What does what what does Iowa have to do to win this game? What do they have to do to get some touchdowns? What, What 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 are we what are we looking for here, Grant?
3: Well, like I said earlier, they need, they need to figure out this Northwestern front because Northwestern, they like to play that three-man odd front where they put someone on the nose right in front of Iowa center. And then that way, right as he snaps the ball, he's got someone in his face. And it's hard for Iowa center to, you know, get a good set in the run game because he's got someone right there. And then when he's battling, battling that nose tackle, there's no push. So there's no obstructions up at Northwestern's linebackers. And and then, you know, these linebackers can get off free and make a couple of plays. So Iowa, they they need to figure out the middle of this Northwestern defense because if they're able to get some push in the middle and get up to these linebackers, Iowa might be able to make some plays offensively because like I said, they're eating up those first two levels of blocks, but if they can't, it's, it's, it's going to be a long game um, for, for the Hawks. And then if it's going to be, you know, they can't get the passing game going, then somehow they're going to, then they won't be able to get this, the running game going, then they won't be able to do anything in the passing game. It's going to be another long day at the ballpark.
1: Yeah. Have, they, know, have they announced who's going to be the starter? Have they, or is it even a competition? Are they still going to rock with Petrus, or is it going so to be I, whoever has a better week of practice?
3: between I think it's gonna petrus be whoever Padilla. has to start a better way to practice because okay. I saw a report today where they released their death chart and there was like either no starter or there was a co-starter. Okay. So they're being very coy about it. Um what's interesting I think last year Padilla started against Northwestern because petrus was hurt and then no petrus got hurt in the, in the first or second half and Padilla came in. So, you know, Wisconsin Wisconsin, Northwestern faced both of these teams last year, both of these quarterbacks, excuse me. So I'm not sure. I I don't even know if the coaches know. I think they're just trying to kind of figure it out. and um, At this point, just put a Band-Aid over a huge cut where it's just going to keep bleeding and keep bleeding and keep bleeding. I don't think there's a Band-Aid big enough for this Iowa quarterback situation. No, no, there's not. And actually, I I should have said a better line. Hey, we're going to need a bigger boat cause they are out in some serious shark infested waters and they're, they're in trouble. So with, with Iowa, big thing they, they got to be able to try to somehow figure out this Northwestern defense, which has given them a lot of trouble over these last five years. If they can't do that, it, it could, it could be a world to hurt. And, you know, I was going to also double down guys on the uh, if Iowa loses, I, I also might throw on a paperback. Okay. And I think I'll just write on there in Sharpie that says "We suck."
0: <laughs> there you go. All right. Just because you beat Northwestern doesn't mean you don't and that suck. Way, if, if you guys same thing paper, goes for Minnesota Rutgers. If you, hey, guys you know have what? paper bags on, if both
1: of you guys end up having paper bags on your head, I will say this will be the best the podcast has looked since
3: all three of us have been on started this. I, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he made an ugly joke, but it's true for one of us. Um. (laughs) Are
0: you going to be like turned around facing the other way, Dylan? So we see the back of your head or or what are we doing? (laughs) If if Michigan, if Michigan loses, yes,
1: probably. We might not
0: even have a podcast. No, 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 no. If Michigan loses, you have to do one streak down the middle of your head for the podcast.
1: No, absolutely not. Come on. I already have, I already have enough issues with, with, with
0: my hair of the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. I don't need another one okay well think about you shave it think how nice and luscious it's going to be when you have to put get, put cornrows in Don, you're gonna not, not if i have to day. put a middle not if i have to shave it right down the middle <laughs> can, you, can you do a rat tail then for us right down the middle just 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 for the podcast i i already
1: kind of do if you put it down enough it's more of yeah, more of see, a widow's you can feed, do it but yeah i don't just just let it on the back <laughs> no
3: but Dude, if Michigan loses to Michigan State, I think you need to put the paper bag on.
1: Oh, I was gonna turn. I yeah, I could I could put a paper bag on, or I just or just, just, gonna, or just, just, just go to gonna... the back. Yeah, just, just just record like this. Like I don't even <laughs> want to show my face.
0: But you know what's gonna you know what's let's hope happen, none
1: guys. of that happens. Let's let's hope we all get back on the get get back. You guys join me back on the happy train with. A Michigan win, a Minnesota win, and an Iowa win.
0: And Wisconsin and Nebraska
1: loss. Exactly. There you go. And we'll go over down to the FCS. North Dakota NDSU plays Illinois State on Saturday. It's a 1-30 Mountain Time game. I believe it's on ESPN Plus and WDAY if you're watching in North Dakota. And Bison are coming off a of bye week. This is We'll see. It sounds like hopefully they can keep working on their t- – improve their tackling. Phoenix Sproles is gone. It's going to open it up more for Braylon Henderson, DJ Hart, Zach Mathis. I think pe- there's some people that are thinking the Sproles loss is a big loss. I'm not on it. He had three catches this year for 29 yards. He's not going to be that missed. He just has didn't have the career that a lot of people thought he would. He had a good – had a decent year in 2019 but after that he just just didn't work out it couldn't stay healthy couldn't get stay on the field and it ended up he ended up getting passed by by Hart, dj hart and braylon henderson who are both really playing well and have stepped up as of late so hopefully that's something to build on do you guys know who the illinois state quarterback is though i do is
0: not it like some nfl quarterback's son or brother it is not.
2: He oh, has... Illinois
0: State. Oh, I know who it is. Yeah, it's uh, what's it's not Grant's uh, the... it's a yeah, fellow, uh, fellow walk,
1: man. Mankato West Scarlet, Zach Annex. one of Grant's uh, alumnus partners. I did, I did not know. I did not know that. Yep, yep. he is playing yep. for the for the Redbirds. So I. I'm not going to say I know a whole lot. I know Illinois State is a little bit down this year. I know they had a lot of turn- roster turnover from last year to this year, and they're slowly turning around. I think they've won like three straight right now. So playing the Bison at, uh, coming off a loss. The Bison have not lost a game after a bye week in 35 games. It's pretty good. But that's incredible. Yeah. And now this is including, so when I say buys, I'm including like
0: the, national championship, or the no, national,
1: no. national championship, that buy they get, they usually will get in, in,
0: uh, in Thanksgiving
1: weekend, yep, of the playoffs in their regular buy week. They've had a couple of buy week times where they've had two buy weeks. But
2: mm-hmm.
3: buys I mean, don't... that's still impressive. That's, you know, damn near three full seasons worth of games. When you're not losing after yeah. your bye week, that's impressive.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's – I don't know any team that's done that.
3: That's almost as good as, like, you know, when Andy Reid has two weeks to prepare yep. for someone, someone after a bye.
1: It, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And so, by the, if they can improve on their tackling, tackling, keep working on the pass game, run the ball well, I think I would like to see them – Use Tamaric Williams and a couple of their other running backs more. Uh, T.K. Marshall, try to put put Hunter Lipke in the garage for a little bit, get him healthier, because I think he was kind of showing some signs of wear and tear in those last couple of games, which might explain why he wasn't in in some of those crucial situations against SDSU, but bye week to get healthy. Hopefully the Bison, they've been able to work work on some things as far as tackling go. Finding a little bit more creativity in the playbook to help kind of get some explosiveness in the second half because this year on offense it seems like they have a good good fifteen to twenty plays, but then after that they just go really va- vanilla and they almost go into not do not lose mode where they just get super conservative. Where I'd like to see them be a little bit more aggressive, but I think if as long as NDSU plays. The way they played against when they, well, frankly, when they weren't playing, I think if they play a, I well now I'm just stuttering, but I want to see them play play a full sixty minutes. That's what I want to see because they haven't done mm-hmm. that this year. That's that's what I'm looking for. Is I want the Bison to play a full sixty minutes this week.
3: Well, and yet now would be the perfect time. After, you know, lost to South Dakota State two weeks ago, you got your bye week, you come back refreshed, everyone's feeling a little more healthy, you're not as banged up, get ready for the second half of the year, still win the conference, maybe don't get home field, but at least get two playoff games at home. Now is when you want, now is now is go time, um, you know, on, on this year, because the regular season's coming to an end soon. And I can tell you this, there's one thing the Bison don't want to do if you want to win a national title is playing that first weekend around Thanksgiving for the playoffs.
1: Yep. Yep. So that's, that's all college talk we got. We'll move over to the NFL. Cowboys play the Bears on Sunday, 11 a.m. on Fox. The Cowboys right now are a 10.5-point favorite as the Bears are up 20-14 to 14 at the start of the third while oh, while we while we record this, they got a Bears got a field goal at the end after a Bailey Zappy fumble. But Cowboys in this one like to see Dak open it up a little bit more. I'd like to see him get Ga- Michael Gallup more involved in this this one this game. Uh, no try to, to get more chem- try to get that chemistry that they uh, Cooper Rush had with Noah Brown, and then let that run game do its thing. They have – it. you have Zeke, who's kind of your between the tackles and just gets you five yards in a cloud of dust. And then Tony Pollard can come in and be that spark plug. It looks like their carries are finally catching up to be about where or touches are about 50-50. I like that. That offensive line are looking like road graders. And the biggest thing, and it's been the theme all year when we've talked about the Cowboys, is just don't lose the game. Don't turn the ball over. Don't have the sloppy mistakes, which have cost them the first – their two losses this year is where they played sloppy. They did not play mistake-free football.
3: Well, yeah, I think to your point exactly. This is – this is this should be kind of a simple game plan and a simple game for the Cowboys because what do the Bears don't do well? Protect throw the, the quarterback, throw the ball, and they don't stop the run. Well, and then, you know, just because Dak is back doesn't mean that this offense needs to air it out and they, they need to throw for 300 yards. If you can just take what the Bears give you, give Zeke some confidence, get Tony Pollard, continue to get Tony Pollard the ball, and then maybe take a shot or two off your play action game, and then just, you know, be complimentary and let your defense take this game over because the Bears' offensive line is not good. And what's the best part? What's the best unit on Dallas's team? It's their defensive line. Just keep it simple on defense, get after Justin Fields, make him uncomfortable, and when you make him uncomfortable, he's going to do something with that ball that he shouldn't do, and you might get one to two free possessions off of those turnovers. So this is a game plan, even though Dak's coming back, you can almost treat it like a Cooper Rush game plan. Keep it simple, run the ball, don't put your quarterback in a spot where he has too many bad throws, and then just let you. Let your defense dominate and win you this football game.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it's almost, you almost could do an identical game plan to what they did with the Lions. Get him out on the edge, play action, mm-hmm. give him some easy throws, get his confidence up, five to 10 yard throws. Maybe if you see them, the safeties biting hard on the run, maybe you can go deep. You can get CeeDee Lamb, burn, have C.D. Lamb burn somebody for a deep play, but. Just just don't beat yourself. As, as much as the Trent Dilfer quote of you cannot lose games in the NFL and still win them, it's so true, mm-hmm. especially with a defense like you, you have with the Cowboys.
2: Yeah, exactly. Just,
3: just don't get in your way. Let them dominate. Let them get three or four sacks again, five more turnovers. Good, good things will happen. And and the Bears are coming off a short week. On the road where they have to go travel again. So, Which usually the NFL doesn't do. I'm surprised they did this to the Bears. Most of the time, the NFL is pretty good at saying, if you have to travel on Monday night, you get a home game on Sunday.
1: Yeah, well, oh well. Looks the same. What do you do? It's the Bears who cares, as Ethan would say. And it uh, looks like yeah. they're about to go up two possessions here. But we'll go stay in the NFC North, a game that I am going to on Sunday. Cardinals travel up to Minnesota, play the Vikings. At 11, another 11 a.m. game, it is Vikings open it's, as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And like I like we've said, Vikings are undefeated when I am there. It is Halloween weekend, which usually means it is Call of Duty double XP weekend. So, all oh, the Cardinals are screwed. Yep. And, and, and I think I figured out the issue with, it, it's okay to play Call of Duty, but, like, because Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, MVS, and I think Juju, Juju, they were talking about how they all play Call of Duty and they develop that chemistry. But the thing is, is nobody likes Kyler, so he doesn't have anybody to play Call of Duty with.
3: Yeah, he's just, he's just a selfish little Oompa Loompa who plays by himself. He's the mayor of Munchkinland.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah. for this game, yeah. I think the Vikings Get pressure on Kyler Make him run around for his life Keep him contained But get in his head right away And get some sacks early Shut down the run game Don't let Nuke And Robbie Anderson Zach Ertz Any of those guys get off but Offensively, keep running the ball Keep use, utilizing JJ Adam Thielen, Cook Madison, I hope should look to have some big big games, I think. And keep putting Kyle the Cardinals and Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury put him out of a job.
0: No, I think you said I think the biggest thing's gonna be the pass rush. Just the consistent consistency in Kyler's face. The dude can barely see over the line in general. So when you have Smith and Hunter Baron down on him every time it's going to wear down. He's going to mm-hmm. throw 50, 50 balls like he does anyway, but he's going to throw more of them now. So I, just, my biggest thing contain Rondell Moore. He killed us last year.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. This is a bit of a revenge game too, because they lost on the last play or they missed a the field goal as time expired. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: and then also guys, you know, you got to remember this year, the Cardinals, I think they scored six points in the fourth quarter. All or first quarter all year, like that, that, that's unheard of. You have an offensive-minded head coach who's supposed to bring this state-of-the-art offense to the NFL, it's innovative, it's creative. You get your playmakers, the ball in space. The number one overall pick in 2019 is your quarterback. And you're scoring six points in, in the first quarter all, all year. This is when the Vikings come off. They have two weeks to prepare. KFC is very familiar with this defense, that Vance Joseph runs in Arizona. He comes out with a money first 15 plays. You get up early on these guys and you get them out of, out of groove, get them out of sync. Because that's exactly what the Chiefs did week one when they played Arizona. Chiefs went down the field, touchdown. First, first drive of the year. Next time Arizona had the ball, three and out. Chiefs <clears> got the ball back. They went down the field, touchdown again. You're up 14 rip before you even know what happened. And then Arizona is just playing comeback ball again. And like Ethan said, you throw it 50 times a game, Kyler's going to get aggressive. He's going to do something stupid, and he's going to throw it to you once.
0: And also, or, towards, what did of the horizon. What was it like play the full 60 minutes? Like Vikings either do the same thing. They haven't done that all year either. Yeah, like,
3: yeah they've, 100%. Had, 100%. they've had good halves, but they haven't put a full game together where
2: you're sitting back like, oh, the, these guys are dominant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it seems like the Vikings, they're they're really
1: good, that first 15-play script, and then after that, they just aren't able to get something going. It was the opposite last week when they played the Dolphins, where they got off to that slow start and then were able to get a couple of – string a couple of drives together. But, yeah, you're right. And I think going back to the pass rush for the Vikings is making sure – getting pressure on him, but not letting Kyler scramble out of the pocket where he's able to run around, make some circus plays. You As DNs, you need to stay at the level of where he is in the pocket. And if you feel like you're getting too far upfield, because Grant, you know this as an offensive lineman, if a DN wants to run all the way upfield, They'll I'm going to push him. They, they, you, you'll just let him two-step all the way up there. Just take him where he wants to go because then that creates a running lane for Kyler to run through, scramble around, make plays. But if you're staying there, it lets the D tackles get a push and it condenses everything to where he doesn't have anywhere to run, where he's got to do a jump pass to just throw it away or just live to see another down and take the sack.
3: Well, and, then, and last year in the game, The Vikings didn't contain Kyler, and he got out of the pocket and made some of those circus throws. Like Ethan said, when the play broke down, Rondell Moore streaking down the sideline because nobody hasn't because the threat of Kyler's legs was enough where the defense said, hey, we got to attack this guy so he doesn't beat us on the ground. So you're absolutely right. As soon as you get to quarterback level, you need to peel back in and keep him in, you know, said well. Because like Ethan said earlier, the dude's 5'8". He can't see over his line if you you keep him in that pocket, good things are going to come to you because he's not going to see where he's throwing. He could see an open white uniform, but doesn't know the Vikings are playing zone coverage. And then he throws it right into some guy he never saw and he picks it off and U S bank is rocking and the Vikings have a turnover and they're maybe ready to take advantage and put this game away.
1: Yep. And well, I'm, I'm excited to go there. I haven't been to a, I haven't been to a Vikings game. I think the last one that I went to at US Bank was when Grant, you and I went when they played the Lions in twenty eighteen.
3: Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Um, speaking of the pass rush, that was another day where the Vikings got out for Stafford all day.
1: Yeah, Daniel Hunter had a had a strip sack, scoop and score. Mm-hmm. And US Bank is going to be fun. It's going to be rocking. That place always is. I'm excited to. I know I'm not a Vikings fan, but I I always enjoy going there. It's fun to do be a Vikings fan for a day, do the school chant, and yeah, I'm just excited to go be the cities. Hopefully, we'll be able to meet up and have a couple of beers together. But now here
3: here's the next question. Okay, will this experience be as good or better than the last time you're at U.S. Bank Stadium? I don't think so. I don't,
1: yeah, well, because the last time was, was the Morgan Wall and Eric Church concert. There you go. I, I don't know. We'll see. I. This is we. It's me and six of my six of my friends. We are we are going. And it, it, it is going to be a riot because we are we and we're staying in downtown Minneapolis. It's a Halloween weekend. I really don't know what's going to happen but seven hours, seven hour road trip and staying the night in Fargo on Friday. Then heading out to Minneapolis on Saturday. So who knows? I was kind of disappointed. I was looking, trying to see if the wild or the wild or wolves were in town. They were not. The twins are not playing. The in wolves the World are down Series. like
0: 50 right now. You don't want to watch the wolves.
1: Okay. Good to know. Well, I think the wolves are a lot better than the last time I saw them in person.
2: Oh yeah, your dad fell
3: asleep on him, didn't, yeah. didn't he?
1: <laughs> he, he did. Phoenix. Yep, yep, he did. But, and I think our seats are actually similar to where we were when we went to the Morgan Wall and Eric Church concert. I don't know the exact spot, but it okay. is. Uh, yeah, I figured out too after that concert. It's like there really isn't a bad seat. No, there. no, no, not at all. So, I'm excited. Hopefully, we get to run into you two idiots. Damn and you. we will uh, we'll kick it over to Ethan for Curveball of the Week. Oh, boy.
0: I, gotta I think don't know. like that. I, I thought you had it this week. No, it's you. You never even texted me that. Oh, I suppose I didn't. Son and of I a bitch. No.
1: It was just the rotation no,
0: of me, Grant, then Ethan. I don't think that far ahead, man. Not at all. Um, Let's see here. Oh, boy. I, I was actually trying to think of just random stuff today. So Dude, pull, really up, on phone, on pull up on
3: your phone and just Google search, like, random I, – I I don't know. You can find a lot of shit on Google.
0: I, I, I got an idea. Most random conversation shit. You you, you, have Dylan like curve, Dylan, curveballed Ethan on the curveball. Yeah. Yeah, literally. I got yeah, gotcha. Oh, 128 hilarious conversations. People over here in New York. This could oh. be good.
2: Oh boy. <laughs> oh yes.
0: Oh boy. No, those actually are not as good as a, it wasn't like actual like conversations. Um, oh, that's upset. All right. Well. No, I got one. Well, oh, you got
1: one now? now. All right.
0: No, I not yet, but I'm thinking. Okay, you, well, go on with what you're gonna say so, Grant.
1: What was the uh, any, any? Do you have any interesting stories that have happened at High V since you, uh, in the last uh, couple of weeks that you can share on here?
3: So the biggest, the biggest thing I have is with these idiots who are, it's called customers these days. You put something on sale. Let's say it's um, you know, a thing of cottage cheese for a dollar ninety nine or eight ounce pork chops or pork chops for eight ounces. There's clearly a limit on there. On the tag, it says, hey, limit, limit five or limit two. Now this isn't your guys' weekly advertisement, right? That is correct. Okay. You have these idiots who come up to you and say, hey, if I were to get eight of these, would I get all eight at the sale price? Or how, how, how does that work? <laughs> Hello? No, moron. It says limit of five. You can't get any more than that. If you want the sixth or seventh one, you, you pay the, the, the normal price. So they were like, so, so would that count if my wife got eight, too? Yes, it would, dummy. It's, well, it's, well, well, the
1: thing is, is these people have to figure out how to beat the system is what they do is, is if they want 10 pork chops, say. Yeah. So if they if they buy two, do they get the discount or do they have to buy five to get the discount? You could get two. OK, but well, the so if they want eight, what they have to do is they buy five. And they have they buy it with on their card and then they have their. Wife, spouse, significant other, whatever.
3: Well, I know where the other three. I know where you're different going. card. I know where you're going with this, but I I outsmart these clowns. I put all eight in the same package if they want to play that oh,
1: game. Oh, okay. So then the wow. Well, that. so then what they do? No, no. Do, do not say come put by five later. in a pack
3: and three. Do not say that. No, I'm not
1: saying that. I'm what I'm saying is is. I'm just helping these people out, trying to help them save money. It's tough. Inflation's tough. It's everything up. You know, we, we got to do, do our best to help the people here. So what they when do is, ready, is.
0: I do have one now.
1: Just a heads is, up. Is you, They don't shop together. They, You know, you can have somebody ask the question and then say, oh, oh, dude, I'll buy that, five. Or, and then another br- person come back later and say, I want three pork chops. Oh, oh dude, that drives me. Come back another day.
3: That drives me. Thing. Absolutely. That drives me absolutely insane. Why? Because they can't. beat the system? They're playing can't chess can't. and you're playing checkers? Well, no, it's because there's nothing you can do. Your hand is tied. Like, at some point, you reach back and you look at these people and you're just like, you're coming back for five more? And they just go, huh, huh, yeah, I'll take some more of them. And it's like, they're just-, what are, you, they're just what, are, what are you, goofy? Yes, I am goofy. Thank you. You picked up on that. <laughs> you That's goofy. what I'm going for. true it's it's like these they're just the worst they're just the worst of the worst out there and i had one guy come up to me once and he goes hey could i get five and could i get five for my wife she's in the she goes can i get five for my spouse she's in the store i said she can get five and she comes here and she grabs them from me physically she didn't come (laughs) he didn't he didn't come back to get those other five
1: (laughs) i scared him off i did not know i didn't i didn't know that that was a thing where people would do that but Oh, we're yeah. And something
3: new every day. I tried to help people, you guys beat the system. And people sit back and they say, Oh, can I get one? Oh, uh, you know, my mom's shopping at home. And then someone comes back and they say it again. And it's like, we're keeping a total of how many moms does this guy have. It's almost like when you say your grandparent died. It's like you've used that five times now. That doesn't work that way.
1: <laughs> or 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 it's the people that say they have a birthday like four different times a year when it's not their birthday.
0: Yeah. Oh, do so they get the
1: free stuff. Sunday at Applebee's? Yes. <laughs> so you heard that you heard some of grant's grant's problem for for now and well ethan now now that he's got one ready it's your turn Let's for curb of the week all right fire so, away my man uh,
0: we're gonna do a merry fuck kill
1: oh oh, <laughs> oh we're we're not this
0: again. we haven't had one of these <laughs> oh, yeah. in a while it's uh, one no. of those too bad breakfast foods
2: oh so okay. french I toast like food.
0: pancakes waffles
2: Oh man. Man. French toast, pancakes, waffles. Okay. Well, Ooh, I will go. I think. So the pancake is that that's kind of the most traditional
1: one. I, uh, and that's probably one of the easier ones to make them, or a waffle, or probably the two easiest. All you need is a waffle iron to make the waffle. The pancakes, all you need is a griddle. And the French toast takes a little bit more time. You got to have the egg. You got to the sugar, the, the cinnamon sugar, dip it in the bread. The last time I had French toast, it was deep fried, which was
0: actually really good. That sounds not bad. But I I think... We actually had pancakes
1: for breakfast. I had pan- pancakes for breakfast on Saturday for our team dinner.
2: Uh, but I will I will fuck I'll, I guess, yeah.
1: I, I, this is kicking I'll, your ass. This it's really, this is. really this is. This is hard. Because I'm not a
2: picky eater. But I, I, I guess. I will. Oh man,
1: marrying French toast. I'm marrying French toast. Okay. Oh, you love to hear it. Just because that it just takes more time, it and I don't eat of the three. I don't. That's probably the one I eat the least. So it's a bit of a delicacy. So, and when you marry somebody, it. It takes time, you know. You you something you want to spend the rest of your life with. We we don't need this a love lesson. No, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying that you know it's it it is worth the wait for every time you eat it. Sometimes with pancakes, sometimes it's undercooked, sometimes it's overcooked. Same with a waffle. Um, but and then, oh man, this is tough. I I think. I think I'm fucking the waffle because Waffle House, I'm chicken. recency bias. Yeah, chicken and waffles is fantastic. Have you guys ever had chicken and waffles? Yes, no. I have. It it is incredible. I I've made it just at my house before. And it is it is delicious. I never thought I, I I'm not a huge like I don't like syrup touching my eggs and other other parts? Oh, I'd... fuck off! <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> you're su- you're such a pancake. has got has got <laughs> him in China. Well,
3: second know... step for the reference of the night. By the way, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah this yeah, is true. And it. the, uh, I and then I guess, yeah, I, I don't know. Just I never have. So you're it killing was, the
2: pancake.
1: Yeah. So I'm killing the pancake. Just because that, I'm just I don't know. Just doesn't do her for me. And I like I said I don't I don't want to have to kill any of them because I like all three. But I guess you I'm, if I one, have if, if,
3: you if I have to kill, kill one, I'm going 30. with the, I guess I'm going with the pancake. He's killing the pancake.
1: There's no actually oh I guess there is IHOP but Waffle House is better than IHOP so there you go that's what my my rationale is behind the the waffle over the pancake.
0: Because That was very Waffle House is over. You, I have. you should have done a presentation on this in college. I should
3: have. It should, I have. should have. Put a lot of time, energy, and effort, blood, sweat, and tears into, into that fuck Mary Hill, um, right right there. Good. Green jacket, gold jacket. Who gives a shit?
1: Yeah, <laughs> blue, or, blue blue, blue that's bold? exactly kind of my logic is because gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? French toast, waffle, pancake,
3: who gives a shit? I'll eat it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so um, I guess I'm going to start off with uh, with Mary. I'm going to do the opposite of Dylan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the pancake. Okay. I'm going to marry you just because kind of like myself in most good marriages after about 30 years, it seems a little boring. There's not much excitement or pizzazz in there, but it's just, it's steady and it it gets the job done. You know, you look at it on the surface, it's not exciting. There's nothing special to it, but you know what? There's something that just hits different about a good pancake for the old Grandster and I, I can't get enough of it.
1: Now, are you put, what are, what, what are the toppings you're putting on your pancake? So are you putting on chocolate chips? Do you put butter on it? Or are you just the boring guy that just eats eats a pancake with nothing? Because that kind of would be par for the course with
3: you. Yeah, it would, it would be because I, I am a strange individual. Um,
0: I'd be shocked if he put anything on it, even syrup. He just eats the fucking yeah, pancake. Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm saying.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm that strange person. Um, I I will put butter on there and uh, a, a little syrup on top. But every once in a while I'll dabble in something different, which which is what my father does. It's when he, when he first did it, when I saw it as a kid, I thought it was the strangest thing in the world and I couldn't wrap my head around it, but putting a little peanut butter on top and then syrup, syrup on top of the peanut butter. Okay. So I'm not eating the pancake dry. There's at least butter and syrup on there or peanut butter and syrup. So you guys don't have to be concerned with me, uh, in that aspect of my life. Much well, much. it's not that there's plenty more to be concerned I was about gonna with say- you things to be concerned about with the old grand here because it is M five right now. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we don't that? need that. We'll, we'll save that for a later episode. I mean, I don't want upset, to upset our listeners here where it's like, geez, kind of feel bad for this guy because he is a bum. Um, uh, Back to... Yeah, back but to- you know what,
1: Grant? You might be a bum, but you're our bum. And if somebody makes fun of you for being a bum,
3: we'll mess them up. We'll kick the shit out well- of them. I always say this, you know, my job as a friend is to make other people feel you will not do anything. You know why? You know why they feel better? Because they look at me and they're like, I'm glad I'm not that guy. <laughs> I got I I got <laughs> I don't know why I went that was I don't know how we got there. So <laughs> we're, we're back to breakfast here, and uh I'm about to actually really piss Ethan off here. Um, but I'm I'm gonna kill the French toast. Oh. You
0: no, know, um, this is this is
3: why you're dumb. It's just it's it's one of these things where, like I said, they're all good. It's just the French toast just doesn't hit as much as you know the pancake does for me. And every once in a while, you just to kind of change it up. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have that waffle. So we're gonna we're gonna fuck that waffle and we're gonna kill we're gonna kill the. F- <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's I, so
2: aggressive.
1: are you you at least gonna are you at least gonna buy buy the french toast dinner or the 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 waffle dinner before you fuck it or
3: oh yeah oh yeah we're gonna be nice we're gonna take it out to it on on, on dinner it might not be a nice dinner but it'll at least be dinner okay (laughs) um so that is that is the, the way i'm going there with that
2: all
0: right well I'm I'm gonna be a little opposite here. I'm actually killing the pancake like Dylan. Um, yeah, I think Dylan killed the pancake. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. Honestly, That's it's so just it, it, if it doesn't have chocolate chips or something in it, it's just not It's it's just not that good. Like to be, honest, it's okay, but it's like I don't know. It's like eating soggy cardboard. It's just not that great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm gonna marry the French toast. Like I absolutely love french toast and honestly it's one of my specialties that i make i do add a little bit of an extra flavor in there that most people don't so i probably do make the best french toast what, in the what, world what
1: is what is it i don't or are you, are well, you or i can't is tell all our okay. million
0: viewers here that's, that's all right no okay. way telling all our all million right. Viewers.
1: Well, you have to ask the worst thing they can do is say no to you so i don't no, think next... you want
3: to know what ethan puts in his french
0: toast
2: okay not, all right
0: um next time we're all together not at the downtown bar or whatever this weekend but i I will make you guys some french toast with the special ingredient and no it's not white um damn it but uh sorry buddy Uh, uh and then i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck the waffle too uh waffle slap very easy to make uh it's just like a girl you know when you're fucking the girls like half the time they're very easy to get it just goes hand in hand
1: now, Ethan, are, are you saying that because you're at your girlfriend's house
0: and she's listening to this? No, she's in the other room right now. Thank oh, God okay. she's not here. She would have killed me. All right. She, she's not like that, so we're good. <laughs> I just love how Ethan
3: has to save face real quick there at the end. Yeah, he's got to cover <laughs> all his assets.
0: <laughs> hey, you never know who listens to these podcasts. Uh, He's, he's,
1: he's a smart man. You know, yep. we need to get Coach Coach Zier back on the podcast because if we're going to keep having these these uh, these food debates for Curveball of the Week because I know that, that guy is a food enthusiast like the rest of us. He is also a, now that they're saying that the McRib is back, what's your guys' take on the McRib? I, I'm on the record. I think the McRib is trash. It's awful. I'd rather eat dirt. I'd rather be vegan. It's just card I, it's, bar, cardboard with
3: barbecue sauce. That's all it is. I think it's it's vastly it's vastly overrated.
1: I I would agree. So I know we've got I I am hope we're hoping to get my coach Zier back on the podcast here shortly in the next couple of episodes so we might just do a whole podcast special just dedicated to food and football. So I was just-
2: Shit, the way we're rolling, we should just we should just be talking about food all the time. We could, yeah. Not a bad idea. So,
0: that's uh, that's all we got for this week. You guys got anything? No, just I can't wait to put a paper bag on Grant's face. Same. Let's,
2: let's roll.
3: Let's roll, baby. Same. But
0: all right, that's all we got for this week. Thank you guys for
1: listening. Check us out on all our social media platforms: Facebook instagram tiktok twitter at 3gtb podcast or three guys talking ball on facebook follow us on youtube as well where we'll be posting the shorter segments of the show
2: and thanks again for listening we'll talk to you next week